for Friday, October 2, the 276th day of 2020. There are 90 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We welcome uh, Sam Gormley in for a Cougar Sports Report. And the president gets put in timeout. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Happy Friday to you. Thank you. Uh, I, I, you don't, you're not a big fan of Oreos. I am not. But in my mind, if you were going to eat an Oreo, I know exactly, in my mind, I know exactly how you would do it. So before we confirm if I'm right or wrong, if you were going to eat an Oreo, how would you approach it? So you don't want to go first? No. You want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay, so I would take one of the cookies off. <laughs> I'm because, right so far. Because I hate cream filling. Uh-huh, yeah. And I would dip it in milk. Yeah. Because I'm not a big chocolate eater. Yep. So, yep. yeah. One of the cookies. Would you scrape the rest of the filling yes. off some way and so you could have uh-huh. the other cookies? Yes. Yeah, I'm, 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 I I'm, I'm, I'm right on it. Uh, <laughs> but it eating an Oreo cookie describes your personality. Oh, if dear. you dunk it, you're always upbeat and tend to avoid confrontation. If you eat the inside first, then the outside, you have a highly inquisitive nature, which makes you a great listener. People who eat the whole Oreo at once consume life with abandon and a carefree outlook. And if you nibble it, you pay meticulous attention to detail and tend to follow the rules i don't know i don't know that any of those describe you perfectly not perfectly i have a touch of you you have a touch of a bunch of those in there yeah so it's just kind of weird well maybe the maybe it is correct but you would only eat an oreo under duress anyway so it's just an exercise (laughs) she is the pride of pumpkin center the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, here we go. It's Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. Peace. I am here to deliver some good news to you specifically. Okay. Very few people know this, but you've always, you've always suffered anxiety over um, the idea that people would cut the tags off of a mattress. <sighs> you know, 
Remember? Remember that day you confided in me that you have anxiety well, over... I'm going to smoke a cigarette if you don't stop talking about this, it, right? Under, well, there's your candy it's my cigarette. candy cigarette. <laughs> under penalty of law, this tag not to be removed. Yes, what happens if yeah. you cut one of those off the mattress? You end up in my court. Nothing. Nothing. No, they're, they come to my court. That's what my court handles. Well, but then you dismiss the case because there's no mattress police. By the way, the tag on the mattress was meant for the people who sell mattresses. I feel like that could have been communicated a little bit better. We're just now finding out after all these years that the tags don't the they don't they don't impact Joe Citizen. It's just for the mattress dealers. The confusion that could have been yeah, cleared up. Jimmy, it's a misinformation campaign. Water cooler conversations it's have, fake news. have come to fisticuffs. It's fake news. Overtaking it's fake the tag news off. On the tags. I'm going home to cut off a bunch of tags. This today, weekend, dry tomorrow, but chilly rain showers likely on Sunday. Ooh. Highs return to the 70s for next week, but it's going to be a cool weekend. That flipping, you're going to want the heat in the morning, but in the yeah. afternoon, you're going to go, can I get... Can I get some air conditioning in here? Fast this week. Uh, like, today, dang. increasing cloud 66 is the high. Partly cloudy 46 tonight. Partly cloudy 68 for tonight. The Trumps got the Rona. And the First Lady. And Yeah, yeah I meant the Trumps. Oh, yeah, the Trumps. The, the Trumps, FLOTUS and POTUS, test positive and saw just before I walked to the studio... That uh, at least one White House official, according to the Associated Press, says the president has mild symptoms. So when I heard the news this morning about the positive test, I immediately started wondering, well, I know they're tested frequently. I know there are false positives that we get. We know that that can be the case. But it seems like to me before the rest of the world found out that there had been a positive test, they probably would have tested again. And so... um, but it's, uh, it's been interesting to hear, you know, the number of, um, hmm, I don't know if I'd call them media reports, the wannabe media reports of the people who are tweeting and retweeting who would wish the president harm I was, over, I haven't seen uh, it, over but COVID-19. I'm I haven't seen it. it myself, but I've heard people referring to it. Terrible. Yeah, uh, and, and it's terrible. Yeah. Former What's Vice President Biden uh, issued a statement and said that they are uh, praying for the Trumps and uh, wish them a speedy recovery, et cetera. So, uh, you know, at least saying the right things in that regard. Uh, we knew, found out yesterday, Hope Hicks had tested positive, and so she's in the president's inner circle. I, I mean, I, I will be interested to see. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, clearly, if the president, we, Boris Johnson in the United Kingdom, their prime minister, he's uh, 15 years younger than the president and had a really tough bout of this back during the summer. So don't know what's going to happen physically or what his journey will be, but it will be interesting to see if the president's uh, stance on the coronavirus is different post his having mm-hmm. a bout of it. True, hadn't you know, thought about it. Once he has mm-hmm. had it and once he has gone through it, will it change his perspective? Because uh, I think you, we've got a lot of examples where people across the nation thought it wasn't a big deal and then they had it themselves or had a family member that had it and then suddenly said, oh, wait, this is, this is not... The, this is not a small deal that we mm-hmm. thought before. So it will be interesting to see what the impact that it has on uh, the next debate. Um, it will be interesting to see what inf- impact it has on the vice presidential debate for next week. Because now, well, if the, Things the president... really wrong. The, 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 yeah. That's right. And so the first thing the president's got going against him is he's male. Second thing, he's 74. Mm-hmm. Third thing, he's overweight. 
He loves McDonald's. I thought that's where you were going with that. Well, he and I are very much in common in that regard. Um, But so I don't – it would just be interesting to see what story the next couple of days tell. And, um, you know, of course, you know, some of the liberal media uh, that I saw immediately, how's Joe Biden? You know, he he was within 25 feet of the president for an hour and a half the other night. How's Joe Biden? Well, they never hugged. I don't know if you saw the debate. No, it was. uh... This is the limit of the. Yeah. It was the. It was the. This so is the, the, I'm for going the people in, that are not watching, I can't get it yeah. in my shot. It's yeah. the. Right. It's it awkward. wasn't that. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's hands out towards you and then clench the fist. That's all that it was. Yeah. And then, it was like. Mm. Yeah. Not even pistol fingers, which would no. have been frowned upon. Can you imagine how many memes? Oh dear. <laughs> if you slipped up and did the pistol fingers like we do a lot. Gotcha, gotcha. It will be. It's just going to be interesting <laughs> to see. Uh, and then you know. I'll tell you, there was a part of me that thought, well, is this for real? Like, is, 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 can they use this to their advantage? Like, yeah. it just nothing surprises me these days. Uh, Governor Bashir reported 17 more coronavirus deaths in Kentucky yesterday, one of the highest one-day totals that we've had, including a 29-year-old from Clark County but had uh, significant underlying health conditions. 910 new cases otherwise. Positivity rate up slightly to 4.11%. We'll go over the 70,000 case mark later today when Governor Bashir uh, Bashir makes his daily announcement. He also gave some guidelines yesterday on trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed going back all the way to uh, when I was watching the Bashir briefings every day starting in March that when the super nerdy stuff comes up, he hands off to Stephen Stack, to Dr. Stack. Too. I would, too. But it makes it even worse because Dr. Stack wears a bow tie. And so... Oh, I love a bow tie. Oh, I love a bow tie. But they look super smart. Yeah, because you know, they you, are. You never look at a person with a bow tie and go, That's, there's a real DA right there. But you I, mean, there's I mean, certain, you just don't. Yeah, when you get, mm-hmm. you get a PhD or something, you get a bow tie, not, a, not an actual diploma. Right, you trade in your mortar board. <laughs> yeah, no. You hand you your mortar board in yeah. and they give you a bow tie. I mean, when they pin you, they're pinning on the bow tie. Right, but yes. I'm just saying when Steven Stack shows up on screen with his bow tie, you just, my myself goes, well, here comes the nerdy stuff. Well, I sit up straight like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. So he gets to hand out the advice on if trick-or-treating is okay and if mm-hmm. it's not okay. And so we're getting the guidance on the do and do nots. Place individually wrapped candy outside on the porch, driveway, or table. I've seen some really cool things on Pinterest. Me too. The, the PVC thing where the you shoots. drop it in. Yeah, yeah the that's shoots fun. And I mean, yeah, but I Open don't know your if mouth, that's kid. practical. But that's what the governor <laughs> says. He says, what are we talking about? Your ability to stand over kids with a bowl and let them pick it out instead of put it out on a table? Listen, you can't put you can't put it out there all willy-nilly. One kid will come by and take oh, the whole bucket and run you're, off. You're a step there's, ahead of me. Yeah, that's already a, the, the Mark Buckleses of the world are standing over here going. There's always a pickle. Uh, I just got a supermarket sweep that table. <laughs> right into my bag, and I'm off and running. Pull the wagon, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Run fast, buddy. <laughs> I can see you two out there in your husky jeans, right, <laughs> and a mask. <laughs> we're gonna see Eight a lot of old. we're gonna see a lot of Frankenstein's wearing surgical masks this year. 
because your your Halloween yes. mask doesn't count as a mask. So you know what I saw you yesterday in stores. Your it, um, they now are selling prepackaged Halloween costumes with a matching mask. Yeah. You know the so I thought well it was I hadn't thought about it but it was coming. The three of us saw some as seen on TV products yesterday that would be perfect for Halloween. Flip down, flip up. Yeah, they got the feed bag. <laughs> like yeah. you just strap a feed bag in that clear thing and oh, listen. Said, yeah. So I was in town yesterday. Um, I had to run by um, your dad's office. Yeah. And there was a gentleman on the sidewalk. Who had one that was very similar? Did you it, try to flip it down? It wasn't exact. No, it was no. pulled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. if I could have pulled over, I probably would. But it was, how it, it was yeah. hinged at the bottom? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Look, very close clearly, to what we saw. Clearly a television watcher then. I mean, Did you yell out, as seen on I TV? I wanted to, but <laughs> I, I never go that direction, so <laughs> I was trying to me. pay attention. <laughs> It did also make me wonder on, so Tuesday was the annual anniversary of the Tylenol uh, scare. It was, yeah. And so I got to share with uh, Cookie, Mm -hmm. with with Yukon Cornelius Mm -hmm. on Tuesday about my uh, Halloween costume, 1982. But when I saw Dr. Stack talking about the the do's and do nots and all that yesterday about Halloween, I thought, what would an 11-year-old mark do as a Halloween costume in COVID. If the Tylenol scare Mm -hmm. was enough to launch me into a cardboard box being a box of Tylenol, what what would you do? What would I, I, if uh, 11-year-old me, what Uh would 11-year-old me do in 2020 as my revenge on the Rona? Yeah. Did you did you come up with something? No, I'm still like a full bodied mask, maybe? I don't don't know. I was thinking like you could be the actual like the, the coronavirus thing, thing with, with the spikes, the, spikes uh, off of the it, sphere. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You could build that. I could borrow those uh, roll, those ball inflatable ball things that you all yeah, have yeah, at yeah, the Thomas House. Balls. Yeah, and then do yeah. those. And, oh, that'd be awesome. We're, There's two. You and Jason could do it together. Awesome. That's how we steal everybody's candy. We just roll up on somebody, and then supermarket sweep it into our bucket, and then we're off. I'm so sad that you I wasn't in high school with you all at the same time. No, you're just not. Just stand back no, and watch not. a little bit. <laughs> None of us I'm would glad. be sitting here yeah. if we had gone to high school yeah. together. None of us yeah. would be sitting this here in this moment have together. Never that worked. is correctly, absolutely right. Well, now I know if I can go back in time, one of my five destinations. Yeah, I just might, want to hear the conversation you two had when you were having to paint the deck for discipline. You might want to visit, yeah. but you don't want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> grand jury uh, testimony and uh, information is going to be released today in the Brianna Taylor case. Mm-hmm. A Kansas man has been accused of making a threat to kill Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Uh, 29-year-old Wesley Forrest Clay of Oloth or Olathe, Kansas, was accused of calling a phone line in Frankfurt dedicated to the investigation, made threats, left his name, left his phone number. Said this isn't a threat. I think he said, try me, try me. me." Mm -hmm. So when someone says that, what do you do? You take them seriously. You charge them, you arrest them, you charge them, and you put them in jail. And you try them. And you do. (laughs) In front of a jury. Speaking of Daniel Cameron, he and 21 other attorneys general are showing support in the form of a letter for Supreme Court Justice nominee Amy Coney Barrett. You can read more about that on K105.com or online if you would like to. I heard yesterday, Misty, you were talking with uh, Josh Embry 
about flu shots. Here we are. October is the biggest flu shot month because it's the biggest preventative time. Experts are kind of worried about a twindemic. you got a pandemic and then you got flu shots. And do you have the flu? Do you have COVID? Are flu shots available? You mentioned. So, so my question is this, Misty. What did we learn from the health department? Do we need to rush on down to Midway Pharmacy? Yes, because okay. the health department is... Um, all of their flu shots are going for 65 and over at this point. So the most vulnerable uh, candidates, because of the twindemic, all of the flu shots right now are being set aside for 65 and over. So if you need a flu shot, you need to go to Midway Pharmacy and get your flu shot. All right. <laughs> they got bunch locations. Yep. Yeah. They're all over. I wonder if they'll drive them to you like they do their prescriptions. Oh. Uh, I just know they've administered. I think you just opened a can David, of that Well... I mean, much in the same way that we get special swag at the state fair, I know for a fact that Trevor Ray has administered flu shots in this studio. Yeah. Well, they've been at, on our church campus before giving Yeah, shots. I know. I'm just, I can't speak to so, all that. I'm just speaking from my own eyes. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's, uh, just saying, me, Trevor doesn't have anything else to do. Me, Jesus, just, and the flu shot. He just travel around, just flu shotting. He'd be like just my granddad. Used, <laughs> I've always told you Listen. all, my granddad used to line up us kids after church on Sundays, come down to come to the house. All right, your shot, your shot, your shot, and your shot. Yeah. So I know it can be done. Yeah, I've seen sure. it happen. Okay. Well, I'm not answering the phone after the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Monday is the last day to register to vote in the in the uh, general election. The deadline to register to vote in Kentucky for the November general election is Monday at 4 p.m. And Secretary of State Michael Adams says there has been an uptick in registrations. Over the last month, while the state's number of registered voters has risen to 3.517 million as of August 31st, he says during the last month there's been a rise of nearly 20,000 registered voters, or almost half a percent. Uh, I'm waiting for my ballot. Jason's came in the mail yesterday. Uh, I requested hours on Monday. Monday. On Monday. So they'll be here anytime. And then, so I'm just. Not that it means anything to anyone, but we've been talking about how are we going to do it. And so I requested the ballot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to complete my ballot. going to sign it. going to do it properly. And then it's going to get taken to the courthouse and it's going to get dropped in the drop box. Okay. That's your, that's your path. I know I'm if it gets to me, right, if, if it never gets to me, I don't mm -hmm. have to worry about my vote being lost. But once it's to me and I have cast my vote... I would like to be responsible. I would like to know mm -hmm. for certain. See, if if it never shows up, I'll, I'll never know if it never arrives. So I had that question on Facebook this week. What if we request an absentee ballot and it gets lost in the mail to me? Mm -hmm. And I go to vote, but I don't have an absentee ballot to surrender. Good but question. they're showing. So I said, I don't, you know, I don't have an answer for that one. You're going to want to call Charlotte Willis and ask her. But let us know when you find out because we've only worried about the ballot getting lost from us back to that's I just, right. Yeah. I just rely upon him. Yeah. So it well, I just felt like all things considered. By the way, when you go to GoVoteKY.com, you can both register to vote there and you can request your absentee ballot. And there are, I think, seven things mm -hmm. which you have to check one of them to be able to qualify to get your absentee ballot. But I'll just tell you. Number one is if you're scared of coronavirus. I mean, that just covers everyone, right? Yeah. If you have some level of fear over coronavirus, mm -hmm. then check this box. No. 
And that's the one I checked because of all the ones that are there, like, well, yeah. Listen, lots of things wrapping up on Monday the 5th. Your U.S. Census ends on the 5th. And your ability to register to vote ends on the 5th. Just get it together, people. Do it today, people. Just get it together. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Sam Gormley stops by with a Cougar Sports Report. That's just ahead here on MNO. It's a ragged tent. Farm Animal Day. Big! <laughs> it is Custodial Workers Day today. Uh, my husband. Janitor! Right. It's also Name Your Car I don't do that, but you do. Today. I do. Have you named the truck? Yes, but it hasn't really stuck the way the others have. So okay. for those of you that don't know, I drive a Ridgeline. Mm-hmm. And so, um, because my last vehicle was an RDX, it was just named Artie. Right. I just named that, it. That I had a Murano sense. before that that I called Murray. Yep. So Murray Murano, Artie, RDX, and then so Ridley. Ridley is what I landed on with my truck, but okay. for some reason I just I don't like it as much as the others. Mm-hmm. It seems a little. I just kind of feel like I'm being obtuse. How about Riddle? Yeah, Riddle's it's, fun. Yeah, it's a, riddle me this. Yeah. All right, I got him. Uh, he is the five-time nominee for the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, two-time Silver Sow nominee, the only living eyewitness to WKRP's great turkey drop. (laughs) The last one standing. (laughs) Covering every corner of the globe. From London to Moscow to Paris to Washington to Aberdeen. Pretty darn close tonight. Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. You got to go through Aberdeen to yeah, get where will. you're going. <laughs> we'll pass the store tonight. Hopefully, we don't Absolutely. blink. Absolutely. Yeah, don't, don't fall don't in the Green away. River. Whatever you do, you'll get eaten by a giant catfish. That's what they oh, say. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Catfish That's the legend. land down there. That's what I heard. I used to work down there, and I would hear them go when they laid that when they laid that cable across the Green River. There, divers down there said there was a catfish big as the Volkswagens down there. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how they sounded too. Oh yeah, I, 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 I would not. I met him. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Sam? Good. <laughs> you had a busy week, sports-wise, yeah. right? You've yeah, been yeah. on the pitch a lot yeah. this week. Yeah, this is. We've had four straight soccer games, three straight nights too. It's. Yep. We're about to move in down at the soccer complex. <laughs> we're back there again twice next week. You think Kenny Fukuhara would build you your own uh, commentary box? Yeah, well, that's, you know, over in the United Kingdom, they, it's the commentary box. Mm-hmm. It's not it's, not press box. It's, commentary. It's tough calling a soccer game on the ground. I guess it so. It needs to be a Rona box. How Look, do you want a Rona box? Looking like a fool calling soccer on the ground. Exactly. Yeah, I got it. Uh, so football back tonight. It's been we've had a bonus day since the last football game. Got uh, the Cougars tonight. Back on Friday night. After their uh, well shellacking of Muhlenberg County last Friday night, yeah, thirty-four nothing. But first time, um, I, I forgot that Grayson County and Butler County had not been playing football every year, but they haven't played in a while. Yeah, twenty sixteen was the last matchup. Butler County has won the last two, but I mean, this has been a series that the 
the two teams, for the most part, have played pretty much every year. It's pretty much been, you know, your, your games every year over the past really decade and a half during the Ed Smart era were, you know, Edmondson, Butler, and Hancock. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, I mean, this season, you just get Butler and you get rid of Edmondson and Hancock. So. Do you have any idea, do we know why they were, fell off the schedule in 17, 18, and 19? Was it yeah. a district thing? Or? I, I think with, when the districts did realign, I think it was one of those things that, uh, you know, just couldn't mesh and find the date. But <clears throat> I do know for certain that... Butler Kenny will be coming to Litchfield next year as well. So this is going to turn into at least a two-game series. And I think if you ask both schools and both players, they'd probably like to continue it on for years to come. Caden Woodcock, uh, Caden Woodcock getting a lot of accolades uh, across uh, Western Kentucky for his uh, early performance. He'll go, uh, knock on wood, he'll go over 500 yards tonight uh, against the Bears. What? But uh, but sizing up pretty well across the state so far. Yeah, he ranks 14th in the entire state by averaging about 165 rush yards per game. Uh, he's also a threat out of the backfield. They like to run a little bit of a, it's, you know, throwing him off into the flat on either the left or the right side. But uh, really rushing the ball, he's been doing a lot. I mean, he has 95-something carries. Uh, so he's, he's having a lot of success when it comes to that. And you can run the ball, you can be successful. In the first three weeks, I've noticed that you haven't had to call many touchdowns for opponents. Yeah, I mean, Grayson County's outscored since the Thomas Nelson touchdown on their first drive of the season. Grayson County's defense has not allowed a single touchdown or any scores. And there's only four teams in the state of Kentucky that to this point in the season have allowed six points or less. Of those four teams, only one has played three games up to this point. Mm. That's Grayson County. So the defense has only allowed six points, and that wasn't in sense. That was the first quarter of the first drive for Thomas Nelson on a short field. So the defense has been unbelievable this season. Kaylor Decker doing uh, kind of had a mirror image of his predecessor so far in 2020. Well, Logan Cop is he's going to catch Logan Cop's passing yards more than likely tonight from last season. But the thing that really stands out is his efficiency in passing, as Kaylor is right now just averaging about 67% on his passes. I think he's 12 of 18. So when you don't throw a lot, but yet you're efficient when you do throw, that's a good recipe for success. I think it will be – I know you're going to talk with uh, with Coach Jones later on today. It will be interesting on his perspective. Uh, I'm sure you're aware that Breckenridge County has suddenly been thrown into a tailspin because mm-hmm. of Barron County. They were supposed to play tonight. Uh, Graves County came to Breckenridge County last week and then – Breckenridge County and Barron County are supposed to play, but now Barron County has to back out of that game, and it's thrown a lot of chaos into the late week for Breckenridge County. I would imagine Coach Jones is looking nearby saying, well, if we were faced with something similar, how would we handle it? Because I think Breckenridge County is trying to line up a game last minute. But it shows you how quickly things can change in this 2020 season. Uh, see Tennessee Titans and Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Um, and I think, I mean, you look at, you mentioned Barron County and it was Breckenridge County supposed to travel there and they canceled it at like 10 in the morning. And then at like two o'clock, Barron County said, oh, we're going to play Allen County Scottsville. And then at 10 p.m., they're like, nope, we're not doing that now. So they canceled it. It was it was the weirdest thing that two games were canceled in the same day for Barron County High School. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the plan is. You know, something like that would happen. But I think it's 
yeah, worthy of looking to oh, see how 100%. other people handle it. So I would hope that they have a plan. But I, I love how quickly schools are planning. I mean, there's there was a game scheduled this morning between two schools in Central Kentucky. <laughs> They're just like, hey, you're off, you're off. Let's play. Why yeah, not? Let's say, do it. You got a helmet? Yeah. You yep, got a let's helmet? Do it. Yeah. Let's play. Bring your bring your mouth guard and let's go. Uh, what do we need to know about Butler County tonight? Who ja- we're going to hear about? Jagger Henderson. He's the starting quarterback. Whoa! He's, wait a minute. Hold up. There's a Butler County ordinance that a quarterback for the Butler County oh, Bears has, has to be, to be named either uh, Embry or Phelps. There's there's no room for anybody with a – Well, maybe their best quarterback is Rex Henderson, who's right. Jagger's older brother, who was quarterback the last two times that Grayson know. County lost to Butler County. I'm telling you, I've been around for a lot of years around these parts, and you got to have a quarterback named Embry or Phelps at Butler <laughs> County, or it just doesn't work. Jagger Henderson is their starting quarterback? Yeah, he uh, he's a great athlete. If, if you've watched basketball – uh, you know that he's he's kind of their one or two guard. Uh, he's passed for 379 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. He's rushed. He's their leading rusher 33 times for 162 yards and two touchdowns. He's just a great athlete. So, I mean, he's a challenge for any defense. Who is their main target when he likes to throw? Who he been Solomon intending? Fleener. So ah, there you go. There's, there's your, a Butler County name. Yeah, Fleener. Fleener. I knew there had to be one in there and somewhere. And he's, he's about 6'4", so that's a challenge for Grayson County. And, and luckily, you're going to have Hunter Toms probably will be guarding him a lot in the secondary, and those two guard each other on the basketball court. So you get you get kind of the same matchup. Just on a different uh, different style of game. Sure, uh, volleyball. I noticed that you had a uh, nice tweet yesterday about uh, Miss Ella Robinson. Yeah, uh, leading the state in kills. So she's two hundred and eighteen kills. Can we say she's killing it? Oh, one hundred percent. She's one hundred percent. Yeah, she's good. number one in the entire state. So, and and she's got good a pretty decent lead. Yeah, I mean that's that's a crazy accomplishment. But that, as a team, wow. What 12, I mean for the Lady 12 Cougars, and, twelve and one, twelve and one, winners of their last ten, so ten in a row, the longest streak in program history, the best start in program history. They're rolling right now, and in the most recent volleyball poll released by the state coaches, Grayson County was third in the region. So, uh, okay. probably should be in the top twenty-five if uh, you ask me. But uh, what do I know? say? If you're twelve and one and you're third in your region. That sounds like uh, must the region must be good. <laughs> like yeah, oh no, yeah, the region's got some good teams. <laughs> I'd like to see who won and, and the two region's hosted are. at Grayson County, so it should be a great region tournament. Uh, back in action on Monday at seven thirty as Owensboro uh, comes to Grayson County High School. Uh, Lady Cougar soccer got some action on K one hundred five Digital Productions this week. Yes, we had them. My days are running together. Wednesday as they face Larue County, they lost that one five to two. Been a little bit of a rough week for them. Um, we actually had them as well last Friday as well as they lost to. Warren Central, but they've, they've lost a couple in a row now, uh, four in a row, so they will be back in action on Monday at Meade County for a district game. Heading to Brandenburg on Monday. Boys soccer team, uh, speaking of Meade County, uh, had a match against them yesterday, uh, this week. Yes, on Tuesday they defeated them 4-3. to three. Great match, and with that win, they clinch a spot in the 11th district championship. And with that, advance to the third region tournament because obviously your your district championship match automatically advances. So, mm-hmm. uh, big win on Tuesday, and last night they they fell to Coldwell County. What about PRP? Uh, PRP usually when I hear Pleasant Ridge Park, I think well they're probably got you know good program, good team, etc. They'll be will they be a formidable opponent for the soccer team next week? I, they played them a couple of years ago, and I mean anytime you play a team from Louisville, it's it's going to be a challenge in 9 a.m. start time tomorrow it's probably going to be chilly it's it's just kind of one of those things that it's it's which team almost gets out and gets to the best start in a yeah. game that it's cold on an early saturday morning 
Grant Mannion uh, doing good things on the links and qualified for the state golf tournament again in 2015. Will he play on Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday, 1-15, he'll tee off on the back nine at Bowling Green Country Club. So they okay. they originally had said he was going to tee off at about noon, but then they realized that apparently they were going to have a log jam at one point where they were going to have a bunch of players at one point in the course, and they realized that that obviously that can't be happening, or you can't be doing that, as, as they would say, uh, and... Uh, so they had to move it back, and he will tee off at one fifteen. On the girls' side, I saw that Natalie Garrett had a what career best on her trip around the other day. Yeah, she had a ninety-two in the girls' regional at Bowling Green Country Club, and that's that's a that's a tough course. So I know I was talking with with Ken Hallett about that, and he said he's played it a lot, and he said it is very difficult. It's kind of cool. Cross country uh, races, cross country events, always have the coolest names. You know, we had the hillbilly run last week. Uh, this tomorrow is the Bruins Rumble. Yes. Is fighting required? Like, do you do you have to have some type of street fight? I, I mean, I think that would make things interesting if if you have to fight halfway through the uh, halfway through the race. Seems like to me. Uh, and um, what else do we need to know? Uh, we'll talk about the schedule tonight in just a moment. Um, s- sorry about the Reds. You know, isn't it time to go to break? You know, we can uh, move move on. I was really I was really cheering for the Reds. Um, I was shocked, 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 shocked that they didn't score. In the playoffs, in what, nearly 21 innings or whatever it was? How many innings did they play this week? Um, 13, 21? 13 and 9, so 22. 22 innings and didn't score a single run. Yep. Uh, Completely shocking. Uh, But I know, Sam, I know you pretty well. I know you love data points. You love facts. You love, and so I'm going to give you a data point. The Reds will play the Indians in their spring training opener on February 27th in Arizona. Yes. It's it a, gives you something to look forward to. That can't come because, I mean, my Bengals are struggling. It's just, <laughs> the, it was my first time with a Cincinnati playoff game in five years, and it was the same result as it's been my entire life. So <laughs> and if, you can't, if you can't be disappointed if you have no expectations to go in. I sent you a story this morning that Johnny Bench is going to auction off his career – Full of memorabilia in November in Louisville. How much would you like to be at that auction? See, Johnny Bench, uh, my grandma, could never stand him because apparently she took my dad to the airport one time when they came back. <laughs> and uh, she would tell this story. And, and he, he, he came walking through and she said, you know, will you sign an autograph from, from my son, mm-hmm. who is my dad? And he said, no, I don't sign for kids. And kept walking. <laughs> and my grandma could uh, I can only imagine that she about probably came over the tarp and started going at him. Do I presume then that she never bought Krylon paint? Yeah. Okay, cause, she, yeah, yeah, she probably shut everything down, Johnny Bench the, related. He so. was the runs, no drips, no errors guy <laughs> on the Krylon paint. Great player, paint. Greatest uh, catcher of all time. Sam, what you maybe don't know is that when I was a kid, I used to play in the yard. Uh, Doe Do Morgan and Donnie Bench. So Johnny Bench was the catcher. Joe Morgan was the shortstop. I would take – back in the day, we would have this rug that sat in front of the toilet. Mm. Okay? Mm. And it was a rug that had these two legs that sure. went back on each side. Mm-hmm. I would wear that as my chest mm. protector and mm. my shin guards out in the yard and play Big Red Machine. So I am really looking forward to Johnny Bench, his, his auction. I'm going to get some memorabilia. Go for it. Do you still have your toilet rug? Oh, my mother has it somewhere, I'm sure. It's, it's, Are you going to wear it when you go meet him? 
It's going to it's going to be in the museum <laughs> in my honor. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I am wearing it when I go meet him. Good. Absolutely. <laughs> what time? What time's the locker room show tonight? Six thirty. Six thirty. Cougars at Butler County. Go Cougars. Got to get to a break. We'll be back with more here on In the Know. Did you know? I told you earlier in the week it was Vegetarian Day. Did you know the rock and roll star Meatloaf Mm. is a vegetarian? Really? Yeah. He should have to turn in. He should have to turn in his ID. He should. Yeah. Change your name. Yeah. To Kale Salad. Who chooses a poke salad, Annie? (laughs) Oh no! Don't do that! Don't do that to a great song. (laughs) Kale. Kale salad or some other some other kind of real you know leafy sounding thing radish I think it just I think, be a radish. I, think uh, I think meatloaf is a little misleading on that mm, I also couldn't help notice Misty how much you admired my impression of an average Butler Countyian last segment I may or may not be kin to some Butler Countyans that's why I was saying you noticed that it was you were like spot on. Listen, I've been among the people. I've been among the Butler Countyans. I know. Spent time in their presence. I, I potato wedged them. Yeah. You, you married did. someone from Edmondson County, and it's sort of similar. You catfish sort of. is big. <laughs> They're proud of their catfish they out here, by the way. They should be. I just mm-hmm. want to see one. Like, you know that Monsters show, River Monsters? Mm-hmm. They need to go down mm-hmm. and find the catfish. I'm pretending like I know that show. No, I don't know that show, but it sounds Never it sounds spent, plausible. You apparently don't spend any time with my husband anymore. Well, mm-hmm. it's my understanding that there are those, no, they are huge. Yeah, like at the bottom of Green River. Yeah. Like we huge. clearly know you weren't listening to the last segment. Well, since, I, I was since, doing things. Since that's what we talked about. <laughs> was catfish at the bottom of the Green River. <laughs> Netflix's new number one movie is unexpected. Cameron Diaz's Bad Teacher from 2011 is the number one movie on Netflix right now. This is where we are in society. I mean, we've really slipped down hmm. the slope pretty quick this year. When I watch that movie, it just makes me want to go to the car wash. I've never seen it. The... the uh, <laughs> the trailer was enough for me to go. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is also in the movie. Is he? Yes. Speaking of <laughs> cheerleaders. <laughs> That's right. The Rock announces the the cheerleader car wash. I realize I mentioned car wash and yeah, then I made reference to cheerleaders, but yes, just watch the movie. You'll you'll figure it out. The Thanks. Rock announces that the XFL is returning in the spring of twenty twenty two. Okay. I thought so, you didn't like this. The XFL season was coming back. Well, it was just, it was weird. But they did more with it this season before mm-hmm. the pandemic. See, it's one of the first things that got shut down when, because it started right after the Super Bowl and it was being watched. Well, it had some innovative rules. It was kind of unique, but we figured that was the end. Like, well, right. this will kill it. It's, yeah. it's done. But The Rock is going to help spearhead it and bring it back for the XFL. Finally, The Rock. Has come back. I think we're all just bored. To. Yeah, my husband's been watching baseball. Shrewsbury. I've watched more baseball this week. I even watched all the Cardinals and Padres last night. He just likes the Little League World Series, which I love to watch too, but like League Series. Uh, Get ready. Jim Carrey and Maya Rudolph will transform into Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. (laughs) 
on Saturday Night Live. They're in the new promo. We get the 46th season begins tomorrow night. Chris Rock will be the host. And uh, Jim Carrey and Kamala Harris. So yeah, there's Carrey. Well. <laughs> yeah. She, of course, she's already been doing sure, yeah. Kamala Harris. Jason yeah. Sudeikis, I felt like, was the best Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's not uh, He's not apparently available. And, Misty, I'm really going to put you to the test. You have been an advocate of the Lord's Chicken, mm. but more specifically, the cookie. Mm-hmm. Yes. The oatmeal in it. Mm-hmm. You love the Lord's chicken mm-hmm. cookie. I had it yesterday. You did? Mm-hmm. The chicken and the cookie. You have... You like Popeyes, but you feel like Popeyes... No, I don't like Popeyes. You don't like Popeyes at all? My daughter loves Popeyes. Okay. Oh, I think it's better. Okay. Mm. We're about to break up. Popeyes is... At- <laughs> So far, so far, <laughs> the Lord's Chicken has had the advantage in mm-hmm. the dessert department. Mm-hmm. But Popeye's is the Louisiana <laughs> kitchen. It is. And if you've ever been to New Orleans and mm-hmm. to Cafe Du Monde, mm-hmm. you know they have beignets. Mm-hmm. Popeye's is introducing the chocolate stuffed mm. beignet Come on now. to rival the Lord's Chicken's. <sighs> Chocolate chip Uh with oatmeal cookie. So are you tempted? Let me tell you a little bit about spiritual warfare. There's always a counterfeit. (laughs) There's always a counterfeit, people. That's all you need to know. But but I knew you of all people. Can spot a counterfeit. Well, but you also would love you a chocolate stuffed beignet. I'm not saying I won't send (laughs) anyone. Uh, I'm just saying there's always a counterfeit. (laughs) We've got to get to a break. Living grace. Come back. Got plenty more on the way. You're on In the Know. Like City. MB's point to ponder for today. Uh, this late in the show, don't want to start a fight between Beej and I, so we can't participate. So, Misty, here's your opportunity. What's the weirdest complaint you have about your spouse? Ready, go. Uh, weirdest complaint. Don't do it. No, really. Don't he do it. does a too much. It was he a trick. He won't sit still. Oh, okay. All right. Like, that's, he's constantly that's doing something. I'm like, be still and know that I love you. I ran across a list of the weirdest complaints, so... Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not saying these could or could not apply to mm-hmm. anyone that you mm-hmm. may or may not know. All right. This is a list. Just because I mentioned your husband doesn't mean any of these appeal to him. It doesn't mean that any of them appeal to you or to you or to me. Yeah. Are we clear on that point? Yes. This excludes present company. Yeah. Number one, he cooks with too much of the wrong hot sauce. Well, then throw that's, it out. That's a, weird, right that's a weird, weird complaint. She didn't like good morning. This person had a co-worker whose husband was always getting in trouble because he told his wife good morning before she had had coffee. Oh, she sounds like a real winner mm-hmm. to live with. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to do that over again? <laughs> this is how long together? <laughs> There's not enough I breakfast. I don't think we're supposed to. My husband told me about a co-worker whose wife will make breakfast for her and her daughter, but not anything for him. Well, that's just rude. <laughs> that is rude. 
<laughs> you all are doing it wrong. No wonder our divorce rate's so high out there. Good grief. Oh, this one is kind of cute. This this one came from Reddit. He get, he tries to give toothless kisses. So it says, my mom complains because my dad chases her around the house without his dentures in and tries to sing badly to her and kiss her. Uh, it's adorable, but I guess it can get old after 40 years. It's not adorable. Mm-mm. There's nothing Mm-mm. adorable about you. It might be cute then. one time. Uh, another Reddit user said, that sneeze. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, Jason. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. We're moving on. And we're walking. And we're Jason walking. sneeze is so <laughs> Again, we're not startling. supposed to say anything. He asked me in the beginning. You know what the real problem is? He's so darn cute. <laughs> He's too uh, cute. I know. Uh, and th- one of my coworkers complained that her husband blew his nose in his underwear before putting them in the hamper in the morning. She thought it was disgusting. Yeah. Okay. That is gross. Find a towel. <laughs> if you're going to pick a piece of laundry, I mean, they're don't going, go for the They're underwear. going in the washer anyway. Right, and but- he is not fix-it savvy. Huh. Well, I don't know I if I'm savvy, but I'm not afraid to give it a, give it an old try. I mean, it's what YouTube videos are for. You could figure it out. Come Listen, on. <laughs> he's really good with YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> Saved a lot of hassle. Saved a lot of lives. <laughs> on T- I don't know if it saved any lives. A lot of marriages, saved a lot maybe. Of hassle. <laughs> on TV tonight, on ABC, game two of the 2020 NBA Finals. Uh, we also have the season 10 premiere of Undercover Boss on CBS. These are kind of fun to watch if you ever see one. Yeah, they're okay. I have a friend that really likes <clears throat> that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, season 46 premiere of Saturday Night Live. Chris Rock is the guest host. Sunday will be game three of the 2020 NBA Finals. Also, for those of you who are fans of The Walking Dead on AMC, the postponed season 10 finale airs on AMC on Sunday night. So just be aware. Okay. I mean, I won't be watching. I'm just some, some of you might like that, mm. but I encounter The Walking Dead several places that I go in. Regular life. <laughs> I don't need to watch the one on TV. Anymore. We're good. We're good. I mean, don't you all? Uh-huh. You go various places and you go, uh-huh. oh, The Walking Dead right there. Uh-huh. Yep. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1944, German troops crushed the two-month-old Warsaw Uprising, during which a quarter of a million people had been killed. Well, what a happy note to end the week on. In 1890, comedian Groucho Marx was born Julius Marx in New York. Mama called him Julius. Uh, In 1950, the comic strip Peanuts, created by Charles Schultz, was syndicated to seven newspapers. Thurgood Marshall was sworn in as Associate Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court this date in 1967. By the way, they've been showing it a lot recently, but if you've not seen Marshall, and maybe you've only seen it once, Watch it again when it's on. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Kate Hudson, phenomenal. Josh Gad, phenomenal. Sterling K. Brown from, you know, from Randall from This Is Us, phenomenal. So, anyway, you'll be able to to watch it. Uh, That was in 1967. Tom Petty died this date in 2017. Don McLean, Mr. American Pie, is 75 today. Donna Karen, fashion designer, is 72. Sting is 69. And Kelly Ripa is the 5-0 today. Really? Wow. Yep. K's, oh. K's to the Ripa is 50. 
Gone but not forgotten, Mahatma Gandhi, born this date in 1869. Spanky McFarland, born this date in 1928. It's just fun. Right? Like, to have that name. Let's go to chart toppers. 1957. Misty, do you recognize this artist? This is the football player? Mm -hmm. This is Johnny Unitas. Or maybe Johnny Mathis. I didn't know he did something other than White Christmas. You th you thought he was a one-trick pony? There's a lot of them out there, my friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I resemble that <laughs> remark. <laughs> this date in, oh, see, 1966. Did I mention 1966? This is Los Bravos. By the way, one of the scariest things that you can see is Nancy Pelosi on TV, and then the screen pixelates all at one time. You know how our screen's yes. been doing that yes. this week? <laughs> Seems like we should be watching Halloween. I did. I wasn't sure about that song when I picked it because it was on the chart toppers. Now I remember, it's like, oh, I know that song, and I know I don't really like it. 1975, the Isley Brothers, number one, with "Fight the Power." Not the best Isley Brothers song. It's not snow this old heart of mine. No. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. Let's go to 1984. Oh, it's got to get better. <laughs> One would hope. You. Oh, okay. Stevie yeah. Wonder. I just call to say I love you. Ba, 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 ba. I just call. We could update this song, incorporate new methods yeah. of communicating. You know, I just tweeted. I just I IG'd. I just DM'd you. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I, mean I just sent you a smoke signal. Boat Midgey. I inverted the word, didn't I? Boat Midgey. Boat Midgey is so much more fun. Boat Midgey. <gasps> We should make boat midges. Solid work right there. That is. In the of the night. Oh. 1993. Silly it. Joel, The River of Dreams. One of my good song, very yeah. favorite. It's a good song. Billy Joel's solid. going to remind, use this opportunity again to remind you that seeing Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden <laughs> is on my bucket list. Uh-huh. <laughs> use every opportunity I can to uh, work that into the conversation. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. By the way, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, Rick and Bubba filling in for us next week. Mm -hmm. So be back on uh, Columbus Day. So uh, thanks to them for filling in for us. I know it's a lot of extra effort on mm -hmm. their part. Mm -hmm. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you think the way you've always thought, you'll continue to get what you've always got. If you continue to think the way you've always thought, you'll continue to get what you've always got. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here next time for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, I'm MB. And